0: Good morning, Eugene. Hey, good morning. How are you? Pretty good. A little tired. <laughs> well, we always record on Saturdays, so it's kind of expected. Yeah, Saturday morning. Pretty good time to record. <laughs> yeah, it works for me. <laughs> um, so um, you mentioned something about brands, brand yeah, image. Like
1: I was thinking more and more. Um, one of the podcasts I follow, they uh, just introduced um, like an alternative, al- an alternative mode to fund the put their podcast. They always used to be ad reliant, and they had some like t-shirt sales and stuff. But I'm seeing more and more um, brands, designers, you know, artists, and podcasters um, do the whole Patreon subscription model where people volunteer their money to fund them and you know sometimes they get perks or discounts or extra content but very often people choose to support these creators just just because and that's sort of what I'm doing the the podcast that I'm now subscribed to the only benefit is an ad-free version of the of the show and it's 7 or 8 I think it's eight dollars a month. So they you know they have four episodes and I end up paying two dollars an episode. And that sort of got me thinking why I was so eager to to do this. Because, you know, podcast ads aren't too much. It wasn't too inconvenient. I've been listening to the show for years, and it's it was an interesting thought that I had that why why am I so willing to support these people for nothing? And it, it sort of got me thinking about the like the general sort of change in culture where you see a lot of, you know, boycott this brand and let's all not shop here because their CEO gave money to, you know, insert your bad political party here. <laughs> and I guess that's always been happening to a certain extent but now it seems more like relevant because we're all on social media there's a lot of there's a lot of personality in the business interactions that you have with companies and I guess individual creators too
0: Yeah, sure I mean do you have a specific brand in mind because um, I mean we can talk about the bigger brands um But it seems like there is, with the bigger brands, there's like very a lot of consistency across the board, kind of in terms of their messaging and like, or lack thereof, actually.
1: Right. And like companies spend a lot of time and effort um, refining their image. And you have brands, I'm thinking like Walmart and Target. And you know, mm-hmm. besides all this craziness happening in Minnesota, I always felt that Target was like a little cleaner and more suburby, where Walmart was more rural and sort of less polished. Yeah. And I don't I don't know where that branding comes from. I've like there are Walmarts in the suburbs, there's Targets in the summers. They sell basically the same stuff. Yeah. And there's something about that branding that was always there. But now I feel like it's getting even more personal where what if the CEO of, uh, what was that? It was like a gym, uh, equinox. I think that someone found out that the CEO donated some money to the Republican party and like everyone freaked out. And I guess I'm not used to people knowing or caring about, The CEO of a company that they like do business with,
0: and (laughs) don't you think that it's kind of a little bit of a double standard in a sense that, like Walmart is known for, you know, squeezing all buttons and squeezing every penny of profit out of vendors, um, and being really, you know, in some cases. treating them like badly and stuff for, you know, like that should be like on a regular basis, you know what I mean? Like versus somebody else donating to a specific um, party who's a CEO of this company, like like that's um, their belief versus their approach and treatment of their vendors, their employees and stuff. You know what I mean? Like, like it's sort of weird. Right,
1: and the idea of we don't like this company I mean Walmart's a super easy target where they they squeeze every dollar out of their vendors, driving prices down so the local businesses can't compete with Walmart, and you know, they get subsidies or tax benefits or whatever sort of deals they can get. Because they're a huge employer, they can, you know, have leverage and go to towns and cities that you know want them there and give them incentive to move in. But that's that's like from the business side of business. People know that Walmart squeezes out every dollar from them. Um, communities know that once Walmart moves in, the small businesses sort of erode and can't compete. You can't sell socks cheaper than Walmart. Yeah. But the consumer, the, the like the person that goes into the store will buy the cheaper socks at Walmart and I guess be kind of happy. But now that's like th- those practices and also the beliefs of the individual people get like raised out of nothing almost to where it doesn't actually matter. Like can the CEO do their job? Does it matter who they donate to politically? Yeah and I, I, it's weird, right?
0: It's I think it's um, not hypocritical, but what's the word? Mm, i guess maybe hypocritical applies a little bit um you know you don't care that your the ceo of oh, I, I mean i don't know if they care about their employees or not but i'm just um um kind of speculating a little bit let's say that the top c suite of walmart doesn't really care about uh, an individual vendor or Uh, employees per se. And again, like I'm speculating on this, but, but they do care that the CEO of Equinox um, donates to a specific political party. Like it seems a little weird that there's this seems like there's a disbalance of that.
1: And I think the, the idea of these boycotts is that people want some sort of sense of control maybe. And, you know, Walmart moves in. The individual person feels that they have no power. They're, they see their communities suffer if they stay there for a while and they get unhappy. But there's also this like dissonance where they also want the cheap stuff. So yeah. from the consumer <laughs> perspective, some kind of you know say, no, we can't afford to buy the more expensive thing because we don't have enough money. But other people sort of choose to vote with their money. And I found myself doing that with like the podcasts I listen to. And I guess a good example, maybe for you, is that when you go to the grocery store, you could opt for a smaller grocery store. You could go to a farmer's market. You can buy organic. Sorry about that. That's okay. So I think it's interesting that people sort of choose to vote with their money. And I think they're entitled to do so. If I don't support, I don't know, Facebook practices, I can choose not to advertise on Facebook out of principle. And it, it, like, makes sense to me. But it's also a weird crossover from someone's providing a service to I don't like their personality.
0: Yeah. Um, and do you think it should be that way? I mean, I don't know if I agree that it should or shouldn't. I think it should not be that way. I think yes, brand image is important, but I don't know if one person's actions should warrant that kind of stuff. And plus, you know, we all have different opinions. Like, who cares who donates to whom? Like,
1: Well, if you... So here's how I'm thinking about it, relating this to our, like, more business talk, where let's say you have two small businesses and, uh, I don't know, pick a business, grocery store, and they're small. They're not, they're not a national chain. They're just like a local independent grocery store. I haven't seen one in years, but let's pretend, right? Mm-hmm. And one of the owners is nice. And they interact with their staff. And the staff like enjoy working there. The, the people get good attention, good good company culture. Everything's great. And there's another grocery store, for whatever reason, <laughs> right across the street, where same thing. They literally offer the same products, and the the owner is like a, not a nice person doesn't treat his employees well, doesn't you know participate in the community whatever whatever you find value in wouldn't you choose to do business with the nicer person? and this could be sort of pushed out to an accountant. there are two accountants. One is nice. Now now
0: you're crossing
1: a boundary. (laughs) Right. So so I'm trying to boil down, okay, one is nice and one (sighs) isn't. Wouldn't you rather give your business to the person that's nice in whatever that way, like, that relates to your life? Maybe it's really important for you that your accountant sponsors the local soccer team or is just, you know, pleasant to work with.
0: Well, I think there should be a distinction in the sense that there are two kind of um buckets of companies. One or services. One is the essential and um like like um an accountant is an essential service in a way that you have to file your taxes. And if you've been with an accountant uh, for, you know, you're happy with their work and et cetera. Do you care that they donate? Um, like I'm thinking about like me and engaging an attorney for, for something or another professional. Like, do I care? No, I care about their reputation, their skills and what they can do for me. Um, when it comes to grocery store, if you have a choice, um, of equal, um, kind of grocery store there's no personal attachment i mean yes it's an essential service but 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 you have a choice and you will get the same the same exact product somewhere else in terms of professional personal service it's unlikely that you can get the same exact service somewhere else
1: right and that that essential service is an interesting point where so many services and products that we buy they they might be considered essential in that you need them but you do often have a choice of you know which account you use or which doctor you go to or which store you shop at and even if the prices aren't equal like i've i've been to like super cheap grocery stores i got my groceries there they were fine and then like a Whole Foods or a Wegmans or one of these fancier stores opened up. And when I walked in there, something about it felt cleaner. And it was nicer. And they had a little shop. And they had all the organic stuff. And that was nice at first. And then it felt sort of cheap. And I stopped liking it. And then I fluctuate back and forth now. <laughs> and I, I hesitate to make it too serious of a point of, okay, I'm never shopping at this store because I don't believe in their values, but some things I do like things that you find important, which I, I'm assuming different people find different things important. So for you, you know, you have kids, maybe you want to give them what you perceive as better food. So you would shop at the store that you trust that has a reputation for having, you know, whatever fresh fruit means and for me like i don't have that issue i just want a quick convenient way to get food whatever but then maybe the podcast that i listen to i have a certain amount of money that i want to you know use and i'll support the people not with the best podcast but that i like the most personally
0: and, th- and that's totally fine. I mean, we all have personal preferences. I mean, your example with the grocery store that's, let's say, close to each other, one is uh, you know, a good member of the community, whatever, Good Samaritan, whatever whatever, the, whatever it is, and the other is just a normal, regular store, the key point here is that you can get the same exact food that you want in both places. Where it comes to personal service um, or a podcast, you that the re- the final result will be ultimately different with every single professional that you encounter. And same thing with the podcasts. Yes. You want to support them? Sure. Support, you know, support the podcast that you that you like. Like, I mean, why not? That's personal preference. We all support things that we believe in or whatever, but when it comes to a professional service, it's not you, the, the final result that you're getting will be ultimately different. You know, if you choose someone just because of who you know them being a member of a community, you may init- the initial encounter with them, like choosing them initially, may be influenced by their involvement in the community. But as you kind of go along, like go on with with your life or with their with your engagement with them, I think it ultimately will change. Like you will care more about what what it is that you're getting. But as I guess opposed what I'm noticing, to, yeah.
1: is that people are now starting to pay attention more to like the character of the business and before you might as an accountant have to have a good reputation and like you're writing a book and maybe that looks good to clients that look you know i can read this person's book i can get to know them better they sh- you, you can like advertise yourself as a competent professional Without, you know, needing to convince someone over years that, no, you're actually good. But with more and more people, maybe they have more free time. Maybe they have more uh, like exposure to the people running these companies. More and more CEOs have Twitters and Facebooks. And sure, maybe they're managed by their PR or marketing department. The company is putting out this information. And I don't think they're doing it for no reason. So maybe companies starting out small, looking for clients, looking for new business, that is something that they can explore. You know, yeah. putting their personality out there, leading with, hey, I'm a good person. I provide a good service. You want someone with both. And I think a lot of people don't do that because they don't want to politicize their service like if you have a certain political belief just like you know statistically half the people won't agree with you yeah. and maybe we shouldn't uh, like choose services based on people's political beliefs because they're so like binary in this country yep and like. someone can identify as a democrat someone can identify as a republican but that that like bucket doesn't actually mean a whole lot because I bet if you actually talk to the person in your neighborhood about actual issues, most things you can come to an understanding on and that shouldn't influence your decision, whether or not you do business with them.
0: Yeah. So it's like a
1: double-edged sword where, yeah, maybe if you're a Republican and you sort of publicize that you'll get more Republican clients. Support, yeah, but at the same time, you'll lose the Democrats, and that's a weird thing to think about because who cares the 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 issues of politics and the issues of the work and services that you're providing? They're they're not related, and also, bucketing in this very broad two party system is also sort of divisive. Like it, it doesn't make sense from a human interaction oh this person's bad because we're on the opposite side of politics where there is no opposite side like most people i think agree on most things yeah so i
0: don't
1: yeah i don't i I don't know how to i don't know how to think about this because i also have you know too much time money to spend (laughs) on leisure and things that i can things that I don't, like, need, but I want. And then, okay, do I look at the company CEO when buying a car from, like, a car company? It's like, oh, I want to make sure that this car CEO is similar to me in his belief of which charity he gives to. Like, it's a weird thing, but I also find myself doing that. Interesting. (laughs) So, and most times it's not like the more I find out about a company or the CEO or the way they run their branch, it's almost never good. <laughs> but when I see nothing, <laughs> I also get suspicious. So,
0: wow. <laughs> you know, I, I um, have I many years ago I used to work for, uh, I used to um, be a hostess in a, in a, like a bar slash cafe, whatever. Um, and, um, interestingly, I was talking to the owner's wife. She usually would come in and sit, um, at the bar, like close to where I would be standing. And, and she said, uh, one of the, in one of the conversations, she said something like, um, and that's what I was thinking about in the past few days. Like she said, we don't allow any, discussions here about uh, politics and religion. And I was like, wow, that you know, n- you know, I, this I was like 20. And um and I was like, why? Like what's the big deal? And she was like, well, so if you start talking politics or religion, you will never change the other person's mind if it's different from what you are the way you think and etc. And what's the point? So you'll just Either get disappointed in each other, or um, I don't know, hit each other, or whatever. And when you know when you mix that with alcohol, it gets even worse. So um, since then, I have made it kind of made a mental note, and I discourage any political conversations because you can lose friends over that. You can, and and it's not that you know people believe in everything that each party is doing one hundred percent. Um, it's just, what's the point of trying to change someone else's mind? Um, or, you know, you will never change yours. Um, maybe you will, but it will, it will definitely not be because this person said that, you know?
1: I think that is a common way of thinking that when you're talking about something that you're trying to debate or convert someone to a different way of thinking And I, like in having discussions, I also sort of lead with that mentality. But if you think about what's actually happening, you're not, like the goal of this conversation isn't to change someone's mind. It's just to have a conversation. And sure, some people are very conflict-averse. They don't want to stir anything up and they just, you know want to talk about the weather or their drive over or look at this thing my kid grew up drew but like me for example i like talking about issues and politics and all sorts of like i like i like talking and (laughs) i'm not really trying to convince anyone i'm more trying to express myself and also hear what the other person is saying and like it's much easier to express yourself and then the other person is just preparing their statement and I do this all the time where someone's telling me their point and I'm barely listening I'm just jotting down counter arguments against them and the more I like think about it and reflect that's that's like bad and you yeah. should really be you should really be listening when someone else is talking. And I don't think that it's wrong to, you know, express your opinion and have someone take it in and then share theirs and then try to reconcile and fit it together. But I I think the more people reflect, the more they'll realize that they'll need to shift how they think about communication. And, you need to stop trying to convince people of things and sort of use that interaction to, to learn like a different way of looking at the same world. And that's hard. And I can't like, I can't quite do it, but that's what I'm working towards. I want to, I want to have more conversations. I don't want to shut down and never talk about money or politics or, or, employment religion religion sure um but well <laughs> why not talk you're not supposed to convince anyone just see someone's point of view
0: no, what i was what i meant when i kind of said that you know talks about the fact that you should you know, shouldn't, not shouldn't be, but that it's not allowed to talk about politics and religion and bars. What I meant to say was, you know, like you said, sometimes you, like you get suspicious when you see nothing uh, coming, like no um, public messages coming from CEOs of the companies that you buy from Mm -hmm. or whatever. Like, maybe that's not a good thing. You know, I mean, that's not a bad thing. (laughs) Maybe it's it's a good thing. They just don't want to even get into conversation. Like, what's the... um, they just want to stay neutral and a lot of people are neutral um when it comes to certain like not neutral not not meaning inactive or don't have an opinion neutral meaning um they see both sides of of the argument kind of and they just want to stay at peace like there's nothing wrong with that
1: no and i don't think that CEOs owe the public anything yeah. and if they want to stay private they can just like if someone on the street comes up to me and says hey you know what do you think about this religion i i could tell them but that will never end well even if they agree like it's always a weird interaction and i think that people should stick to communicating with people that they can like, articulate and re- and really have a discussion. I don't mean don't talk to strangers. I mean, don't use these, like, public displays of marketing as a way to, like, broadcast how you feel because people generalize. They, they bucket you into these groups. Yeah. And, yeah, if you want to have a conversation with someone, that's totally fine. But maybe establish some sort of ground rules where... I will not condemn you as a bad person because you don't know about an issue. Your opinions are naive or different. And like, we're all on a different, we're all in a different place in our lives and our experiences are all different. And I think talking about it helps bring people together, but sharing stuff on social media and having 20,000 people reply to your post or even 20 people reply to your post that never really ends well (laughs) that's true so what i've been thinking of doing and what i've been trying is instead of commenting on someone like on someone's post with a sarcastic response you could message them and have a conversation and then you lose that barrier of i have to defend my point and you transition publicly. to, right, publicly. And you transition to, let me share my view with this person who's clearly interested to, s- to see what I have to say. And maybe we can have a discussion. And sure, you know, commenting something sarcastic is fun. <laughs> but, and then like, you know, the internet isn't real. You can You can post stuff that you don't really mean. But I think those interactions can be fun and exhilarating but not as wholesome as having a discussion with someone that disagrees with you. And I like sort of like wrestling in the mud and talking about issues with people I know disagree with me. And it's not about convincing me. It's about sort of learning their perspective and maybe they'll teach me something. Maybe I'll teach them something and they can walk away with like a book recommendation or, you know, similar.
0: Or just a different point of view, maybe they don't agree with it, but but at least maybe they understand it better. Because what happens, I think, with all these political and religious conversations usually is, I don't know how we switch to that from branding, but um, what usually happens is, I feel like when you start sort of arguing or um, discussing with somebody, either a religious point of view or a political point of view, you start associating that person, like, Attribute characteristics that you believe about a certain side to that person without even knowing what they have to say, sort of.
1: Where it should be backwards. You should take a person, get to know them or whatever, and then say, okay, people that believe in this come in different shapes and sizes and, okay, I know five different republicans that believe in five different things and then going out and meeting another person and having that person also identify as a republican and then you talk to them that shouldn't take the previous conversations you've had with other people and put this person implicitly into that group it i feel like it's more it makes more sense to hear the person out understand what they're saying And adjust your definition of, this is a Republican. There are different kinds of people with different opinions, different life experiences. And too often, even in my conversations, it's so easy to label someone and put them in a group as opposed to find out about the person and adjust my definition of that group that I set up in my brain.
0: Yeah. I agree and and um kind of bring it back to branding do you think we should or shouldn't care about like a CEO's? like I'm I'm not talking about uh clearly wrong uh things that people can believe or or say um like uh, uh, you know inhumane or whatever um in their public posts but in terms of just expressing their side or whatever their religion i mean political side or religious side or whatever it is do you think that should influence our decisions when we decide to purchase from that brand or no
1: <laughs> i don't think it matters because it will no matter what and i have a hard time thinking about very large companies i have no interest in like being a ceo of a large company and that sort of attention and power feels scary and something that I definitely don't want at like this point in my life. But I could see myself being a small business owner in a community where I would want to be a good community member and I would treat, you know, whatever service or product I provide with care and do my best to to do my job. But I also think that small business owners have an obligation to their communities and that's just the kind of small business owner i would want to be or i would want to interact with if i if i see that this person does a good job and also gives back to their community i would i would like that more
0: but you realize that small business owners are the ones who actually have less money to give actual money, but if they support in other ways that could also be acceptable or no.
1: I I think it really depends on the situation. If, if I see the business as a, like a community good, I will feel better, you know, doing business with that company where if I see the company come in and not really care, I, I remember there was like a, like a hairdressing salon that came in and I think this was in Vermont and there was some lady. she came in from California. She was like super fancy, tons of money, some sort of tech, you know, and she came in and she decided that she was better than the community. And she got the business of these like fancy moms that liked that she was cool. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: (laughs) But, and and, again, maybe they, maybe there were more people that, like that branding of i'm better than you guys so you should come to me but like if i move into a community i want to understand where it is at and sort of help it or become a part of it and then influence it through understanding as opposed to deciding that i'm better than everyone here
0: Well, I don't know if that's necessarily that extreme always. I mean, oftentimes it's just, you know what, I'm just trying to make ends meet. I'm just trying to have a business like, you know, small business owners are the ones who often work seven days a week. Um, And it's not often possible, especially with the COVID, uh, with other diseases that are, as you get older, kind of present themselves and other just things that present themselves. It's not always possible to, to be kind of the giving member of the community, but you know, so you so it's not necessarily the extreme. Either you're a giving member or you don't care about everybody else. It's kind of sometimes it's somewhere in the middle where you just like just barely trying to survive. And and also what you've mentioned is yeah, you would prefer uh, a business to do business with a business that is a responsible member of the community. But at the same time, would you want to pay? Um, you know, double for something that you need uh, as opposed to going to a Walmart or a target or whatever. And, uh, you know, just buy it from a bigger company because, because it's cheaper for you. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's kind of also a little bit of a, not double standard, but sort of like a double edged sword.
1: Right. And I want to be in a position where I could pay a little more for like the nicer community thing as opposed to getting the cheapest possible thing. And that is like a result of me having this fancy job, the like the education I have, the my thoughts on like society and social structure and all that. And yeah, absolutely. If you can't afford the the fancy artisan socks, go to Walmart, do what you need to do. But I think that at some point, people have enough and they still choose to, to do the worst thing to save money to get a little bit more. And I don't like, I don't, I, I don't feel that I have that instinct of, Oh, well you have to keep saving money. And I'm sort of slowly retraining myself of life. Isn't about just getting all the money you can. It can be, it can be fun. It can be more interesting to, once you have enough to not just continue, accumulate and accumulate and accumulate money and power, but to spend it on things that make you feel better, things that you believe, things that you want to support. And I don't know. It's like a, it's like a disease in America and with many people that they can never have enough. And I definitely feel it. And I'm trying to, Train myself out of it. I don't need to keep accumulating money. I don't need to, you know, buy a Mercedes because I can to show off to people I don't know.
0: What? Wait a minute. Mercedes is not just a show off. It's a really good car,
1: right? And if that's important to you, and you, I mean, the there are trade offs, (laughs) but I. Like, I want to focus on more than just surviving, more than just accumulating money, but to use my time and energy above, you know, the minimum to, to sort of like live the life that I would want on paper. Like if you read about someone and they're the villain in the book or movie, I don't, I don't want to be the villain. I want to be the nicer
0: hero.
1: (laughs) Well, no, I want to be like the nice bystander that is selfless and, you know, makes good choices, good member of the community. So I've been like, you know, reading books and movies and trying to figure out what sort of role I want. Because before it was just all surviving. It was, you know, you have to get through school, you have all these loans, you don't have a good job. And now that I'm on the other side of that for now. I get to think about, okay, my basics are covered. I can now choose which direction I want to go. And I guess that's something that I'm working on. Like what role do you want to play in your story?
0: Well, I want to, in my own story, I want to be, I want to have the lead role. (laughs) And that's,
1: and that's fine. Right. And that's something that I see and I don't, I guess I don't feel that way anymore. Because when I was like struggling or didn't feel like I had enough, I was very self-focused on just having enough. And now I'm...
0: And, And a lot of people are like that for the majority of their life. You know what I mean? Like a lot of people in America are at that stage of just making sure you have enough.
1: But so many people, me included, don't realize... When they have enough, they're just stuck in that mode of "I have to keep getting more and more and more because I'll never yeah. have enough." Yeah, and I think that amount of money is lower than most people like think. You don't need to have a million dollars in your bank to feel secure.
0: Yeah, I agree. So I'm. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> it's 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 about adjust, adjusting expect expectations, but kind of like. You know, my husband always tells me, um, like, well, when you make more, you will want a bigger house, a uh, a more expensive car and like that never stops. So yes, you're right. Not everybody realizes when, and when enough is enough, like when the basic stuff is enough. And I also try to like move away from that, meaning, you know, we love our house and we like don't plan on getting a bigger or a better one. We just, we just love the place that we live in and we'll love the the town and the location and everything. So like, it's also, it's a, I feel like it's a, a, it has to be a a conscious choice as opposed to like, naturally we're kind of more inclined to just, oh, I have, now I have a higher salary. Okay. I'm going to get a bigger house like that that's that comes like an almost like an instinct i think right
1: and and that's tough to to realize and we're we're living through that now where we moved to manhattan i got the higher salary but also a much higher cost of living and with the with the quarantine i'm seeing all the places that i was spending money on that i didn't need and i don't miss And now we're moving to a much cheaper place in uh, Connecticut. And it's not any worse. And And that sort of got me thinking, I didn't, like I wasted a ton of money living here for three years, buying all that fancy stuff, going out too much, you know, instead of getting a slice of pizza, going to get a pizza at 10 times the cost because, well, my coworkers were going there, so it is also a part of like your environment, the people that you associate with. And yeah, I never regret going out with coworkers because it was fun. I don't know. We spent more money, but it was a nice experience. But then I found myself going to more expensive places by myself that I didn't really enjoy just just because. So cutting down and realizing, hey, I have enough and I don't need to keep accumulating money and power and having that be my goal forever. I can I can shift and pick like a better role in my story.
0: Yeah, that's good. That's deep, man. <laughs> yeah. Saturday morning. <laughs> I actually enjoyed this conversation. It was uh, very interesting. <laughs> All right, so I think we're are we done with this topic? Sort of. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I, I don't she think that there's up. a I don't think there's a good answer, but I do think that it's important to to understand that there are people like me, there are people in the world that will that will take all the information that you give. So be careful about what you post publicly in in that, you know, think about why you're doing this, think about what you're doing and how it'll reflect on your business. Because that is that is part of your business. With social media, you are associated to your business in many ways. And people will hold you accountable and choose to do business with you or not based on your beliefs, whether that's right or not.
0: Yeah, I agree. All right, Eugene. Great conversation. Loved it.
1: Yeah. See you next week.
0: Bye.